Hi, I'm Brandon. And I'm Megan. And we're on a journey to improve our marriage, our family, our faith, our fitness, well, just about everything. Along the way, we might accidentally give a tiny bit of solid advice, so join us as we chat each week. Welcome Welcome to to the the Fools in Love Podcast. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Fools in Love Podcast, and we are coming at you live from our balcony of our beach house here at our rental in Carolina Beach. And of course, by live, we don't really mean live because you won't be listening to this when we're recording it, but we are just loving every second of this vacation. I mean, you know, aside from screaming kids and everything, we are just trying to enjoy the time we have together as a family and just take it all in because it's almost time for us to pack it up and head on back to real life. (laughs) That's totally true. And I hope some of this background noise is actually coming in because I want these waves. I want this sunshine. I want all of you sitting out there in your office, in your car, wherever you're listening to take in some of this beach time with us. Yeah, just pretend you're right here. Let's go. So today we're actually, it leads in perfectly because we're talking about the importance of taking rest and relaxation. And there's this belief out in the world that you need to be grinding 24-7, you need to work hard all the time, and there's really, within that, no time for rest. And there's just this belief that to be successful, you have to grind every day, rest and sleep, just kind of go to the wayside in order to accomplish your goals. And obviously, we agree that it takes a lot of hard work to succeed. But you also need to know when it's time to rein that in and take that rest to avoid being counterproductive or even in the worst case, burnout completely. And we know that this is challenging because there's just so many factors to that. There's just so many things that pop in. And one of the hard parts is that you have to be able to figure out when you're actually most productive so that you can take that information and turn it into when you need your rest. Yeah, and it can take some time to figure that out because one of the things that we had to learn in our own life once we kind of made this decision to be more productive, to really try to do more, to work on our side hustle a little bit more, we had to really take the time to figure out what we needed to do to make that happen. And with that, we really had to figure out what our most productive time is and what our least productive time is. And One of the things we quickly figured out is we were just way more productive in the morning. Yeah, we didn't realize this about ourselves, which sounds so stupid because we're in our 30s, but we're actually both morning people way more than we're any other time. And I didn't know that about myself because I was like, I don't love getting up early. So clearly I'm not really a morning person. I'm not really a night person because I don't want to stay up late. So I guess I'm nothing. But eventually... We realized, hey, when we get things done, it's the morning time. So how can we use that information to make sure that we're not burning out and actually getting some quality rest in too? Yeah, so once we figured out that morning was really the most productive time for us, we changed our whole routine. And we've talked about this before, so if you've been with us, you've heard the story. But forgive us because it's the single most important decision we've made in recent time. We literally started waking up. I started waking up at 4 a.m. Megan started waking up at 4.30 a.m. every day. Yes, that includes the weekend. And with that, we determined that we could get so much more done and we were just so much more productive. And then we realized that when you're doing that, 
Like when you're getting up at 4 a.m., let me tell you right now, at about 9, 9.30, your brain is fried. So that's going to change the way you position yourself because if you're going to make the decision to wake up early, you can't just be staying up till midnight every night because it's going to eventually be counterproductive. Right. You have to, you have to choose when you're going to be working, when you're going to be tackling your projects, and then make, make the other time the rest time because you cannot keep going for you know all morning, all afternoon, and then stay up late too. You have to get your rest. Which means we are in bed by like 9.30 of the latest because we know we have an early morning and we are not going to sacrifice that downtime, that sleep that we need just to, you know, get things done that aren't actually going to get anything done because we're too freaking tired. (laughs) Right. But it's one of those things where, like Meg said, 9.30 is our cutoff and we know that after that time... It's really, it's really not going to work. And I know again that when we look out, everyone seems to say, oh, sleep doesn't matter or, oh, sleep no more. I'm not going to sleep. And they're just thinking that they're being really productive. But in reality, if you're not getting that rest, if you're not giving your time, your mind time to relax and recharge, you're just not doing yourself any favors. So like Meg said, we have that firm time. And what we typically do is we'll watch an show on Netflix. We will read a book, but we do something after that 9, 9.30 time to relax our minds, to relax our bodies, and to get ourselves ready for a good night's sleep. And this was really hard for me to do because when we first got into the season where we were going to change our mindset and how we were going to change our lives in, in every way, and if you've been following along with us, you know a lot of those things, but we just got tired of things being the way they were and we wanted to change and when my mindset shifted I really found it hard to take this time to relax to take the time to do something for myself that wasn't going to be work and that wasn't going to be my side hustle just a quick story I mean I love watching sports I love watching sports I literally before this I would watch sports all the time. I it would it would take up a lot of what I was doing and it would honestly take up a lot of the time where I should have probably been working on something a little bit more productive. But there was a time after we changed this mindset that I was sitting down watching a game and I just like couldn't sit still. I was just fidgeting and I and I couldn't figure it out. You were sitting like upright on the couch. Like you weren't even sitting back in the couch. You were like waiting anxiously for a job interview type position. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And at this time I, I'm fidgeting. I, I can't get comfortable. And Meg looked over at me and she's like, what is wrong with you? Like, dude, relax. What right. You and of back? course it was in the nicest way possible, but it was uh. like, I just felt guilty. I just felt guilty relaxing because everything I've learned and everything I was programmed to know is that You can't take breaks. You can't relax. And you just have to be doing something every second of the day. Like, I should have been doing something. So why was I taking a moment for myself? And by the way, that was the time that I looked at Brandon like, we have got to schedule you some time to relax. We've got to figure out a way for you to have some guilt-free time to just do whatever you want. And, And on our calendar, in all honesty, that's what it says. It says... Relax. There are nights where it literally says relax. We go at it probably six nights out of the seven every week, but at least one of those nights says relax. And we truly believe 
that it makes a big difference because if you don't do that and if you don't take that time, it just doesn't lead anywhere good. And by the way, on those nights, I mean, we're even mostly taking a break from the housework too. I mean, of course, we're cleaning up the kitchen real quick after dinner and everything, but those are the not, not the nights where I'm going all in on laundry. Those are the nights where we're doing, you know, maybe a load of laundry, maybe, and the rest of the time we're just sitting together chilling. Yeah, that's really a perfect segue, and it's really about finding the simple ways to recharge every day. Yes, every day. Because we all need it, folks. Look at look at the world. Look at everything we're going through. Like you need that time to recharge. So obviously a vacation is super nice. And as we're sitting here looking out at the ocean, it is quite beautiful. But it's just not realistic all the time. And if you're at a stage in your life where it might not be realistic at all, you're going to have to find a way to learn to take some time for yourself every day. Yeah. Depending on what you like to do, I mean, this could be a million different things. Maybe for you, it's reading a book. Maybe you just want to drink a cup of coffee out on your patio every morning or every evening. Maybe you decide you're going to take a leisurely walk. But whatever it is, it needs to be easy enough to do every day or at least every other day. And it's just something that you're not going to negotiate on. Yeah, you're totally right because that's the thing. You you get out there, you plan that time, and you're like, okay, I'm going to relax every day. And then you do it the first day, and you're like, oh, okay, and it goes pretty well. And then the next day, something comes up, and you're like, okay, well, I'll get back at it tomorrow. And then the next day, it doesn't happen again. And then the next day, it doesn't happen again. So like Meg said, you can't budge. You can't negotiate. If that time is there for you, you have to take that time. You have to. Right. Yes, we all have things that come up in life. And yeah, you know, be gracious with yourself and give yourself a break. If for some reason you got pulled into work or you get a late night phone call or whatever it was, but get back on it and make sure you're getting that time to recharge. And listen, maybe you're in a place in your life. Maybe you're a single parent or maybe there's something going on where for you, you know, it's going to be a three minute hot shower is the, all the relaxation that you can get every day. But then make, that means that you need to make sure that at least once a week or maybe twice a week, whatever, whatever is okay for you right now in this season of your life, then maybe that's the time that you take 15 or 30 minutes. Even if it can't be every day that it's that long, you just need to find some time. Yeah, it's funny as you were talking because I think about how me and you are self-proclaimed coffee snobs and we <laughs> really enjoy our coffee. We really enjoy our morning coffee. You know, we have the grinder, we get it all, we get it all right. But we can I, can I just interrupt you? Cause I have to tell you guys. So we like our coffee, but this man brings me my coffee every single morning of his life. And he not only brings me coffee, but he has to make it an iced coffee because I won't drink hot coffee. <laughs> <laughs> so I am that bad. And I just have to give you a little shout out because you're husband of the year for that. Hey, I'll take it. And folks, I'm taking a bow here. I, 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 if I can get some positive feedback, I'm, I'm taking that and I'm running with it. But yeah, I mean, we, we know that we love our coffee. So we do that early morning. I mean, we do that really early. So early on, we take that time to have some peace and quiet to be able to actually savor that coffee and not wait because what we always used to do is we would wait and you can't really savor coffee so much when you're rushing around or rushing your kids out of the house because what we used to do before this change in our life was be hitting the snooze, 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 and then rush, 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 and go, go, go. And we were never even getting a moment to have some, some, a chance to just have some peace and quiet. 
Yeah. And I mean, another way that we really both enjoy just taking some time and it's not daily, but we both do this with running and we give each other the time to run and it gets our minds right and we're able to recharge from the day. And again, that is not an everyday thing for us. We run, you know, usually three times a week or so. But it's just another way that if that's your thing, if that's what you find that helps you, then that's just another thing you could try. Yeah, and it's it's really not difficult. I mean, it's like it's going to be a little bit different for everyone. Like Meg was saying earlier, it could be watching a show on Netflix like me and Meg do. It could be, you know, spending a little bit of time on social media. It could be spending some time reading a book that you've been putting off wanting to read. It really can be any number of things and it's going to be different for anyone, everyone. But don't ever feel like you can't take that time because you don't want to be in a place like I was where you can't even watch a sports game without feeling a little bit guilty. Yeah, I mean, speaking of Netflix, that's like our last hurrah before bed every night. And we've just, just started watching Jack Ryan. We're one episode in. So I really hope it's good. It seems like it's going to be. But uh, don't don't spoil that for us if you've been watching. Yeah, I'm still trying to get used to Jim Halpert being a secret <laughs> agent. But I hey. know, it, it is weird. <laughs> but yeah, another thing we do is obviously we're coming at you now from a vacation. And we try to have a vacation planned or even a staycation planned every so often because it really helps that to find and have something to look forward to and a point where you can say, okay, I'm going to unplug. I get that right now we're, we're recording a podcast and we're on vacation. You might say we're not unplugging, but I promise you we've been taking the time. We've barely picked up our phones. I can tell you from the screen time app, I have barely touched my phone. It's something where you just, when you're on vacation, you feel way more at ease and it just seems way easier to put your phone up in the up in the closet and not think about it again and it's something where we always try to have that planned out now again it might not be your reality so it might be a staycation but the fact is you're doing something where you can look forward to it where you can look ahead and where you know you're going to have that time to to get right yeah i mean our phones have really just been our camera for this trip there's not i mean of course we still we still use instagram but I mean, for the most part, we've put the work away. We've put everything else to the side. We have good employees in place at our job doing all the things that need to be done. And obviously, the blog and the podcast right now are just, uh, we, we prepared in advance so that we could enjoy this time together as a family. But we usually take like one family vacation a year, and that's a few hours away to the beach. So we're really big into Carolina and Curie Beach, which is where we're, we're at now is Carolina Beach. And then the other thing we do is because we work together and are interested in the same things and have the podcast and Brandon helps me with the blog and everything, we also attend like one or two conferences every year. And we end up turning those into kind of a vacay conference combo where we just are able to enjoy the city we're in together. Yeah, that's totally right. And we we love doing like the conferences together. And again, that is business, but you can also mix business with pleasure. A lot of times before we were even doing conferences together, I might be going on a business trip or going to a conference by myself and Meg would tag along with me. Even for a day or two, she would come with me and we would be able to work in just a little bit of time for rest while we were also doing a little bit of work. Yeah, those are the best ones where you get to learn and grow and also hang out together. But like we said, I mean, if a getaway isn't going to work, like it's just not going to happen. Could you take some time off and just do something at home or just reset as a couple or just reset as a family? 
I mean, taking time could be just going on a date night together. Yeah. It could be just spending some time with your kids where you're not having to tote them to school or to daycare or here, there, and everywhere. Maybe. Going to the park together. Yeah, sorry. Didn't mean to interrupt you, but I was going to say maybe just taking the Friday off and keeping your kids from home from school or daycare. Just hitting up like the museum, like a kid's museum or a park. Anything like that can just be a little bit special and kind of a break from the grind. Right. And we've had the chance through our life to live in multiple cities. And I always love like every city has a place. It seems that you can find free activities or things that you can do outside or something that's either free or at a low cost that can just break up the normal everyday week for you and break up the normal everyday week for your kids. Yeah. Anything that you can find to just kind of break out of that ordinary routine and do something that feels even just a little bit special is just a really good plus and it's a way to have either a vacation or a staycation depending on your circumstances. Another really important thing about all this too, guys, is your health is going to thank you for this. I didn't used to believe it. And again, you, you kind of are surrounded with things that say you, you shouldn't really take a break. But once you start doing it and once you start implementing this and giving yourself some time, even every so often, it really makes a difference. Man, when I come back from a vacation, it's not really like, oh no, the vacation is over. It's like, no, I feel refreshed. I feel recharged and I'm ready to attack my work week again. Like it didn't always used to be that way for us, but we've really come a long way. And you, when you look at these chances, opportunities and chances to just give yourself a break from the norm man are you going to feel so much better right I mean the thing about it is if you don't take a break ever even little tiny breaks here and there you're going to find that your stress and anxiety levels are rising or you're getting sick more frequently small things are starting to become a big issue it's just that your health is so intertwined with all of this and you have to kind of understand that and come to a place where you can address that yeah, this is a big issue too. I've seen a lot of articles with companies where people just aren't taking the breaks. They're not taking vacation time. There's so many hours of unused vacation time because people feel like they can't do it. So much so that a lot of companies are like forcing employees to take a day off because it makes a huge difference. A lot of these younger companies and these hipper companies, they're giving their employees time for rest. They're giving rest days where you can take it just to do whatever you want outside of work because it makes a difference. They see the science behind it. They see that like these little breaks of time, these little windows of time make you feel so much better and they get your mind so much better. There's, there's so many stories I could tell you where I was taking a break or I was taking a time or I was taking a run and something just comes to my mind and I'm like, wow, where did that come from? And I wouldn't have ever got there if I stayed focused and busy on everything and busy work every day. I'd never give myself the time and I would never come up with these fresh new ideas. Mm -hmm. And when you just said like those hip new companies, it just reminded me that there's so many companies out there right now that are like, yeah, we just, you know, we're newer and we understand the importance and we're just going to give unlimited time off and people aren't abusing it. People aren't abusing the unlimited time off because that's just once you have that perk, it's, it's like a buffer and it's a feel good thing, but people aren't abusing it at all. And that's just amazing to me. You would think that that would be like the worst thing you could do as an employer, but apparently it's working. And I just think that's fascinating. Yeah, it certainly is. And it really is okay to unplug. It's okay to relax. You don't see 
that said often in the world, but just think about it for a moment. If you're going 24 by seven and you've never slowing down and you're never taking a break and you're constantly doing this and constantly doing that and going here, there and everywhere, it's bound to catch up with you. And we actually know that from experience. I mean, at the risk of sounding a little dramatic, I mean, I, I did have a job once that pretty much almost killed me. And again, I know that sounds insane. Like, yeah, Meg, whatever. But I was working in 2009 for Child Protective Services in another state. And it was, it was insane. Like, it was the worst thing you could possibly ever experience, I think, unless you were one of the children in those situations. But for a, for a work situation, it was, it was pretty darn scary. And I just was having a really hard time with it. My, my anxiety was through the roof. I eventually stopped eating and stopped drinking. There was a time when I wanted to go home for Christmas and I was told that I wouldn't be able to take the time off to go home back to Michigan for Christmas unless I finished my work. So I buckled down and I was going to do everything. I wasn't sleeping. I wasn't eating. I literally wasn't drinking even water, really anything. And I started working through the night. Like I would work till like 4am, go to bed at four, get up at five, start the day. And one day I was about to go out for a case about six o'clock and at night. And I called my friend who also worked there and said, you know, I'm feeling really weird. I, I don't think that I can go to this meeting. And she said, well, just go home. And I said, okay, yeah, I think I should. And all of a sudden my body just shut down. Like I don't, I literally don't know how I got off the expressway. I don't know how I, I don't know. I mean, maybe it was God, maybe it was an angel. I literally have no clue because I couldn't speak. I couldn't see somehow my car ended up in a gas station parking lot. I couldn't text. I couldn't talk to Brandon. I tried to contact him and he didn't know what the heck was happening. I couldn't tell him where I was. I was like passing out and freaking out and my body just completely shut down. So eventually somehow Brandon and my sister-in-law ended up finding me and yeah, like at a gas station randomly. (laughs) Right. And I mean, it's a, it's a scary, it's a scary thing, but like the idea of Meg telling you the story is we've, we've lived it. We've experienced it. Yeah. Like Meg said, she wasn't drinking water so much so that like her pee looked like Coca-Cola. Like literally the doctor was like, I've never seen anything like that in my life. And it just shows how serious it is. If you don't give yourself the chance or give yourself a break. It doesn't even, by the way, need to be a horrible job. We've all had horrible jobs. Maybe not as horrible as Meg's, but we've all had jobs where we've been in this level of stress. But it can also be something where it's something you love to do and you don't want to cut off from it. And I get it. I love doing this podcast. I love doing things with it. And it can get a little bit crazy. But you still have to give yourself time to cut it off. You working 80 to 90 hours a week is never going to get you where you want to be. I'm going to say that because, and and I guarantee there'll be people out there that listen that are going to argue with me, but you are not being productive. After a certain time, you are not being productive. You have got to give yourself a break before it gets to a place where it's in a dangerous level. Yeah, you cannot, you cannot sacrifice your health because what good are you going to be if you're not alive for the people that need you and want you around. I mean, it's just so silly. Like I cannot stress that enough that I had to learn that the hard way, but man, do I know that lesson now and I will never ever do anything that's going to put me in such a dangerous position. And I hope that none of you would either. Yeah. I mean, that's, it's crazy, but it's true. But when you consider 
taking a break and taking a rest, we recommend that you consider a full disconnect. Mm -hmm. I mean, we're surrounded constantly by our devices, by media, by news, and it's become a part of our everyday life. And really, honestly, you can't really ignore it. And if you truly pay attention to how much time you're spending on a device, on social media, on TV, you'll see that a cutoff might not be the worst idea. Yeah, I mean, a lot of the influencers that we follow on Instagram just take a complete break from social. Like, they'll be like, okay, well, I'm going to disconnect for a little bit, see you guys in a week or whatever, you know, whatever the time frame is that they're going to do. And it must be totally freeing for them because it's not unique. I mean, a lot of them do it, and I just think that's pretty awesome because if you have built your business and you know you need to be on social but you understand just the importance of unplugging and disconnecting and resting that much that you would take that time for yourself I think that speaks volumes yeah it totally does um I was I was waiting to see if you were going to tell the story about when you gave up social for like a whole week oh, and no. I gave up my phone I handed my phone over to you for the whole week oh yeah I forgot that yeah, yeah. no I didn't use my like I didn't text like I didn't use my phone. That was pretty insane. Also, it was kind of awesome. <laughs> not going to lie. It was pretty fun to not have anyone to talk to or any tasks to do. It just it was easier than you'd think, really. Yeah, it's like it's definitely tough to do because, like Meg said, she I'd forgot that, but she gave up her whole phone. But it's really, with your phone there, it's like so easy to get pulled back in. And then if you don't have your phone, then you have your laptop or you have something else there that like will pull you back into your work or pull you back into social. And maybe for this case, you would just like keep your laptop put away, keep your phone out of the room. If your phone, like you're not, you're not going to live without your phone, but maybe like just delete the apps off your phone. Yeah, I know. But like it takes what, two minutes to redownload it. You could just delete Facebook. You can delete Instagram and maybe just, you know, keep your phone out of sight, out of mind. Yeah. I mean, there are plenty of nights where I purposely will like leave my phone in my purse until, you know, seven o'clock or some sort of reasonable hour so that I'm not you know, trying to get dinner going and trying to have fun with the kids and sitting on my phone instead. It's just when it's in my purse, it's a lot easier to forget about it than if I just have it out on the counter and can pick it up every 10 seconds. Right. And a lot of these ideas are simple, guys. We know. But the fact is, we know also that a lot of you are not relaxing. Because we know from experience where we didn't relax, we didn't take the time for ourselves. We kind of bought the lie that like you had to work 80 hours a week. You had to put in that time in order to be successful. And that is true. You need to put in a lot of work. It is hard work. Those overnight successes are 10 plus year successes. And that's okay. But also those people know when to take a break. They know when to relax. Because if you don't take a break and you don't relax, it's going to catch up to you. And it's going to become something where you're not productive and you're not being where you want to be. And when you quickly get used to the fact that you're not getting the sleep or not getting the rest, you're going to get to the point where you don't even realize why you're so stressed, why you're so depressed, why everything is going on. And it's because you just need to take that time, take that rest and give yourself that moment. And it's going to make you feel so much better. It's going to make you not only productive in a work sense, but maybe you just want to be a better wife, a better husband, a better mother, a better father, whatever it is you're trying to be. The way to do that is to take some time to rest up, to take some time to get good quality sleep, to take some time for just you or just you as a couple or whatever the case, whatever you find relaxing and whatever recharges you. 
Amen to that. Now you want to head back out to the beach? Let's do it. Hey, thanks for tuning in to another show of Fools in Love podcast. If you like what you heard, please subscribe to our podcast or follow us over on Facebook at Fools in Love Podcast or hit us up on Instagram. Megan's at This Average Mom and I'm at Brandon Giggling. We'd love to hear from you over there. Talk soon.